Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Now listen, they want me to say hello, welcome to the James Well Best Bits of Tonight show, which you can hear every night, Monday to Friday, on Talk Radio from 7 till 10. But I said, wouldn't it be best to call it the worst of whale? So have a listen. See what you think. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale. On Talk Radio. Uh, Laurie-Anne Power is a criminal barrister, and she joins us now. Laurie-Anne, good evening. Good evening, James. I, I think what, what Britain did in the in the time of the empire and, and you know, some of the things we've done have been appalling. I, I don't really think we should get into the Crusades now because I'll have a field day if we do. Yeah. It was an appalling part of our history. Other countries have things that they are ashamed of or should be as well. But what's going on at the moment seems to be wanting to try and, and change what what this country is all about, isn't it? Not at all, James. I mean, the the pulling down of Edward Colston um, statute is not changing history. It is history. It's a matter of fact that has occurred in time, as yeah. a consequence of, as a consequence of, numerous amounts of people, polit- politicians, local level politicians, refusing to listen to peaceful protests. The last one going back to 2017, where the people of Bristol demanded, asked for, petitioned for, campaigned for the removal of someone who most people would consider to be a symbol of hate. Put it into context. We've talked about this before, uh, Laurie-Anne. I agree with everything you're saying. I agree with it totally. But I want to try and move it on nationally to an argument that there are, you know, there are statues all over the country that have... uh, backgrounds that, that would not be acceptable in this day and age. And if there was a huge demonstration of pe- people trying to pull down the statue of Churchill in yeah. Westminster, is that? do you think that would be right? I think that that would, as, as obviously I have to say as a caveat, I'm a lawyer and any act of damage on property is criminal damage. And so I don't encourage people to go out and ki- commit acts of criminal damage. But I would completely understand why certain groups of what is now an integrated, diverse society, very different to the society that Churchill reigned over, would be offended by the valorization of a statue of a man who they perceived to be anti-Semitic, racist, homophobic, and, and all of the other forms of discrimination you can think of. I fully accept that Winston Churchill plays an important part and is an important part of British history. That that goes without saying. The difference between though, James, I mean looking at let's just look at it on a on an everyman level. Mm. The difference between someone like Churchill and Edward Colston is this. In school, 
most of us were taught about Churchill to a greater or lesser extent. Whether or not we were given a full history mm. lesson of his personal values and his views and his, um, uh, you know, but we know about his contribution to, obviously, the Second World War and, and, and to Great Britain as we know it to be today. Edward Colston, being valorised in Bristol, having died 300 years ago, represented absolutely nothing other than death and hate. Mm. People in schools are not taught about that. But they should be. I was taught about it. Well, you may have been, and you're very lucky. But at the black community in Bristol, and I speak to Bristol because um, I suspect Colston is the main feature of this headline, is that people aren't taught about what Colston did. When the the statue is a standalone figure, Mm. statues are there to be admired, to be revered, valorised. And they, they could they be hated. They could have put a narrative. plaque on and said what he did, and then they could have, he could have become a figure of hate. He could have been humiliated it for was the too rest. Too late of... by then. Well, the damage is already done because the campaign set up in 2017 yeah. addressed all of these different options. But we're dealing. We in the middle of a protest where the central issue is race hate in this country. Governments have refused to listen to people when they come to them in peace and say, "I, as a descendant of the slaves." who Edward Colson oversaw, the city, this city built at their hands and by their blood. I have to walk past this statue every day. And that is a symbol of Mm. this city. And he oversees this city, but he has caused more harm than good. He should have been confined to a museum a long time ago to the history books. And in the history lessons, let the schools take the children to history to the museums yeah yep. i couldn't agree more in there and let them look at that as part of the curriculum of the true history of our country and but what you're saying is if you can't get a democratic vote get a mob together and just do it yourself no break well, the know law I'm not saying that that's an ignorant view what i'm saying is that <laughs> we we know over time when governments don't listen to the people, the people will force them to listen. Lorianne, thank you very much indeed. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. Uh, let's talk now to uh, Sean Bailey, an old friend of mine, a conservative candidate for mayor of London, and I consider probably one day uh, the prime minister of the country. Sean, good evening. Good evening, James. Wow, that, that's very nice of you to say all that. <laughs> Just remember, Sean, when I said that, that, you know, I will want the first interview with you on the radio. Consider it done. All done, James. You Anything know, we you did want. ask yeah. Boris that, and yeah. he said, oh, yes, yes. Yeah, yes, you yes. say that now, you'll forget us yeah. by the time. Yeah, too, you know. So. I've been trying to talk to my old mate James Cleverly, who since he became a minister is avoiding me. <laughs> That's what happens. Well, well, so I, well might... I, won't avoid, I won't avoid you, and I consider a very first world problem who won't give my first interview to, so you'll be on the list, top of the list. How do you feel um, about what's going on at the moment? Um, you, you know, I think, you know, we agree that the statue in Bristol was very provocative, and they should have moved it to a museum a long time ago. Uh, because he might have put an enormous amount of money into Bristol. He might well have, have, have built up the city to a great extent, and had it not been for him. Um, and that's a part of our history we can never forget. We can't oh, pretend yeah. it didn't happen. A lot of this country and a lot of the, the Western world was built on the backs of other people, and that is terrible, but that's what happened at that time. And it still happens in parts of the world today. But I, we're heading for a time when we're going to we're going to drive a wedge 
through societies that I thought to a certain extent were living peacefully together now. Sean? I, I could agree more. I think the danger here is the wedge that we might drive through society will, will, will just make things really hard to do, to have any kind of conversation to, about these nuanced and difficult things to get through. So for any of your listeners listening, I am a young black man born and raised in, in London. I am proud of my British roots, and I'm also aware that some of our history, particularly where my um, ancestry is concerned, isn't the best. But I'm also aware that this country is probably the fairest and most tolerant country in the world, and we have a bit of a journey to go on, but we're far more advanced on that road than some people would have you believe. And the point is this. If we have a big conversation now that dredges up some very painful past goings on and makes them relevant to today, I think we'll drive a wedge through the country and we won't be able to get the kind of outcomes that certainly people like me are after. I've been I mean, the, all the current in this, James, we have gone. to do this together. This yep. isn't about them and us. It isn't about black and white. It's about what it is to be British and how we can hold our heads up high internationally because we are leading the charge and having a good conversation and making changes around fairness. Um, some people may say that, and I've heard it said, and I'm sure you probably have heard worse, if Sean Bailey became mayor of London, then uh, white people are going to have a really hard time. If Sean Bailey becomes mayor of London, nobody will be having a hard time, having a considerably better time than they're having under the current mayor. And anybody who knows me, actually, my politics is about helping working people. I'm most concerned about people who have to work for a living. And what I mean by that is, if you missed a week or a month's salary, what would you do? I know I'd be stuffed. So I'm working for those tax payers who, who see all the money we have in this country and think, OK, fine, let's do some sensible stuff with it. Provide a police force, provide the NHS, provide housing for people, you know, give people jobs to go to. That's what my, my um, politics is about. It's got nothing to do with race, not at all. I mean, do you, do you think that the current mayor, apparently now looking at the statues of London and uh, whether they should be removed, I mean, people talking about wanting to get rid of the statue of Churchill we've just been talking about before uh, and other statues of people whom, who may or may knowingly or not knowingly have had involvement in the slave trade or their, their ancestors may have done. Is that acceptable? I think what the mayor has done, as per normal, is jump on what's the latest site guys that will get him into the press. What he needs to look at, really, is how is he going to administer this without, without starting an enormous fight? It's easy to talk about the people that are, by modern standards, very easy for us to agree that we should put in the museum and move. But what about the other people who are, you know, a hero to some and a, and a villain to other? And what he will find is history, not only our own, but world history, is peppered with people like that. Mm. What I would concentrate on is what can we do to add to the tapestry of our history. As a young black man, people often ask me, you know, what would you do to change history teaching in this country? And I say to him, look, what I would do is add some black history because it is intimately wrapped up with British history. Sean Goodman, Sean Bailey, Conservative candidate for Mayor of London. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. Uh, so, anyway, uh, we will carry on with the um, this... this Yes. Uh, problem of racism in this country. And uh, uh, let's talk to Derek Redmond now, a British athlete known to have held the British record for 400 metres. Unfortunately, his career was blighted with injuries. Uh, he's uh, had 
also had some uh, very personal attacks as a BM or BAME community member, uh, having in his life received death threats and even a bomb through the letterbox during the time that he was married to his ex-wife, now Sharon Davis, uh, the swimmer. Uh, Derek, good evening. Welcome to the programme. Yeah, good evening. Yeah, thank you. That's all right, my friend. Why why would people send you a bomb? <laughs> um, well, I think it's quite obvious. Um, it, it was there was a, there was a, about three or four couples. So myself and Sharon were sent one, if I remember rightly. Paul Ince mm. and his wife were sent one. Lenny Henry when he was married to Dawn French, and it came from a uh, obviously a sick a, a individual. Well, I, I think it was a, a, an organised group, if I remember. And mm. we were quite fortunate in the sense that these were intercepted before they actually came to our house. Um, mm. They were being posted. I don't know the full announced, announce, but it was it was they were coming from abroad somewhere, somewhere in Europe. I guess they were trying to, you know, disguise where they were, um, where, where they were originating from. Mm. Um, but we we got contacted by the police to say, look. You know, don't be too alarmed, but this was um, a, a plan of whoever it was. It didn't happen. We've intercepted them, and they've, um, you know, they dealt with it. So, yes, it was a bit of a frightening thing, but uh, obviously there was a, a lot of people, uh, and still is, unfortunately, that uh, are, are, are against people of colour and, and certainly uh, mixed relationships. Did you suffer with a lot of uh, racism when you were a kid uh, living in this country, Derek? Yes, of course I did. I mean, and you were I, you born know, here, I, weren't you, as well? I was born here. Yes, um, I, I, you know, and, and to be honest, I, I had a lot of, I had issues at school. That's where mm. it really started for me. Um, and you know, being my my sister was who's two years older than me. She was the you know the first black person in the school. I was the second two years later. And of course, we got uh, a lot of a lot of barracking from from kids and um all, all the usual stuff that you can mm. you can uh, you can imagine the name calling and the being picked on yeah no i can and, and, and yeah. um and you know what i used to stand up to it and my and get into scuffles there weren't real proper fights but there mm. were scuffles and you know they lasted seconds they didn't last you know minutes or anything and i remember some of the teachers used to say look just turn the other cheek and, and my response was if i turn the other cheek and and let them get on with it the next asian that guy girl that comes along to the school they're going to do the same sir because they think that you know I would would take it, and both my sister and I wouldn't take it. Mm. And yeah, we got into our fair share of trouble. Um, for me, by the time, and I'm I'm old school, so I don't know this year eleven, year twelve. By the time I was in the third and fourth year, because um, that's what it was in my day, um, I was deemed as one of the you know the tough kids of the school, and I wasn't. I just stood mm. up for myself. Um, and you know, some fights I won, some I lost, some I drew, type thing. So, but you know, you had to kind of make a bit of a stand, and I wasn't going to take. You know, take it, and I was a, a little bit of a cheeky um, young scamp anyway. So I certainly wasn't going to, um, you know, just stand there and take it. Good for you, uh, Derek Redmond, former British athlete. Thank you very much indeed. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. When we're back in business, I'll come so over when to yours, James. I'm sorry, it's not that. <laughs> You're not allowed. Welcome. He's in danger. He's, you know, he has to be shielded. Whenever anybody can be say, will you speak to James, I always find a time for you because you're just a decent bloke. Oh, Sean, I love you, mate. He's not that nice, Sean, you know what I mean? You need to get to know him a little bit better, I think. 
We've had our first entry for uh, Chuck them in the water, where you Have can we? enter your, oh, what, what statue or work of art you like to throw in the water. Someone wants to remove the George Formby statue from the Isle of Man. Chuck it, I mean, do you not... Chuck them in the water. Oh. All right. Yes. Here we are. We're all here. Yeah, I think we're all here, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. How many of the population actually remember a time when Queen Elizabeth was not the Queen? You know, that is... Well, you know, I can't. Think, James, yeah. can you? Yeah. No. Hold you on. Know, James, so when you were born, know. George VI was on the throne. Who? Okay, is that it? Have you finished? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, anything else you want me to say? No, I think that's all right. Shall we uh, all be back yeah. in a jiffy? Yeah, okay. That was uh, the clips for today, the worst of Whale, or sorry, sorry, the best of James Whale. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed them. Well, I suppose if you didn't enjoy them, you won't be listening, will you? Anyway, I'll be back 7 o'clock until 10, Monday to Friday, on Talk Radio. Have a great day. Thank you for listening.